2: Matt Willis hello
1: hello Matt Richardson how are you
2: you know what I'm really good thank you I'm a bit how can I put this a bit sort of melancholy today bittersweet I'd say actually
1: really nice I feel quite chill do you yeah I do
2: it's our final episode of the series it so is. that's that's why I feel a bit bittersweet because you know I've really enjoyed this so far and I think you know what, what's going to be in my life without it like nothing
1: I think that's why I feel quite chill I feel like the pressure's off Oh really?
2: oh, really? Yeah,
1: cool, chill, see there.
2: <laughs> Fine, whatever, mate, done it now, who cares? Um, how's your week been? What have you been up to? I've not really spoken to you much this week.
1: Yeah, I know, I've, I've, I've had a bit of, um, I had a, a light bulb moment this week. Um, one of those, I, I have a confession to make.
2: Oh, really? Oh, exciting.
1: And I only realised it today when something happened and I realised, I was like, oh, I always do that. Um, like, I have a bookshelf in my house, right, which is filled with hundreds of books.
2: How the Other Half Live?
1: And I've never read one of them. Never. Really? And I suddenly thought to myself, I don't think I've ever read a whole book in my entire life.
2: You've never read a book?
1: <laughs> you seem stunned. You seem stunned. But, like, uh, don't get me wrong. I have read things. Like, I'm not, like, um <laughs> I have. I do. Well, I can read, but um, yeah, But, but I, we, I don't.
2: I mean, I've sent you emails. I hope you can.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can do it, you know, and, I, and like I can do that stuff, but I just don't, you know, like um. <laughs>
2: what I'm, a weird humble brag. No, yeah, I can do that. I can just do a bit of that. I
1: can do a bit of reading, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, but
2: have you ever started a book?
1: <laughs> Loads, L- actually, probably hundreds.
2: Well, you could have just like done started less books and finished one.
1: I know, but I kind of lose interest. Like, um, like I don't read, I don't read stories. Like I read like books about nutrition or kind of like, or, or some kind of weird self-help thing, you know, to make me a more positive human. Of course,
2: even you've made reading not fun.
1: (laughs) But otherwise I I feel like I'm wasting my time reading about some spaceship or, you know, whatever. I'm like, that's a bit of a waste of time, (laughs) you know, but like, um. You know, if it's like, if it's going to benefit my life in some way, I'm like, great. But that's what, I think that's probably why I haven't finished one. Because I'm like, right, what can I take from this? I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. All right. What's this? Boom, and I'll take that.
2: I, I mean, it's it's a big, conf- I can't, maybe there's something like a niche about music or something like that. You're not really that bothered about music, actually, are you? Really? When the chips um, are down, like you don't want to read yeah, about like, it. I don't want to read about it. Now, I need to know something very important to me. Last week, we started um, a very exciting journey for me to become friends with a pilot. Um, how are we going with that? Because I've not had a sniff, but I'm hoping you might have done.
1: Well, funnily enough, Matt, I did get a sniff. It was literally just a little tiny sniff, though. Basically, um, a guy approached me on Instagram who is an um, air steward.
2: Is that what you say? Yep. Flight um, and and a flight attendant. Maybe I'm not sure what a the fl- a f- proper vernacular a, he, is. He is a
1: flight attendant, and um, and he knows lots of pilots. So he's like, if you Great. want to, in- if you want me to intro you, I can. So I have a middleman. We haven't quite got to the. That's the... very exciting, though. Now, Matt, just just a little bit of a heads up: is that what? who we are probably going to end up hooking you up with in oh. a very very easygoing platonic way, Matt. Is, um, is probably going to be listening to this show right now. So if I were you, I'd not well, come across quite so keen or scary.
2: Look, I mean, the thing is, a year ago, I would have been a lot less cool. But pilots at the moment, like, will be elated that someone is interested in their job because <laughs> the world has hit a pandemic and I'm the only one who's bothered now. and and also like i think we're a good match a pilot at the moment and a comedian neither of us can really go to work so we've got a lot of time to spend together (laughs) you know we can talk about loads of different things like they can ask me about jokes and performing i can ask them about layovers and also like you know crew rest areas on certain planes um i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty i'm pretty stoked
1: i can tell yeah, I'm really, really excited,
2: yeah. um, and I'm very excited about. Obviously, we're always excited about episodes, but we've got a great comedian on this week. Um, someone that I would consider one of my contemporaries, um, much further up the ladder than me. But we kind of slide Yeah, I was going to say maybe
1: maybe your contemporary when you first started out, but
2: yeah, all right. I mean, fair enough. I tell you what, um, someone who uh, sh- continued on their show of early promise, uh, which <laughs> I which I didn't quite manage. Um, uh, it's uh, he's but done. All the television, he's got his own shows, he was on CBBC for years, but everyone knows him as uh, the voice of one of the biggest reality shows in the country, uh, Love Island. It is the fantastic Ian Sterling, And tonight, he's on our podcast! (laughs) (laughs) I'm Matt Richardson, Heat Magazine's Weird Crush of the Year 2014. And I'm Matt Willis, from Busted. We are Guilty Pleasures, and in our new podcast, celebrities confess what they get up to when no one's watching. And then we decide whether they're good-bad... Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. ...or bad-bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. Because if we think it's bad-bad, you know you're a wrong'un.
3: Hello, the Mats. How you doing? I'm very well, thanks, lads. I'm having a lovely time. I'm sort of just amazed this is happening. Because I know. <laughs> me and Matt Richardson have, between the two of us, messed up this appointment what, five, six times? Five or six, to easily five or six
2: times. Like yeah, it's I've, not Laura's, Laura's been in the diary. She's very good. We've kept it in. She's professional. But between the two of us, we've, we've cancelled loads of these.
3: Yeah, it's a weird, it's because of lockdown. Last week, I missed my first ever stand-up gig. As in, Did you? I got. Yeah, I don't have any. Either of you have had this? I think it's because it's lockdown, and I'm used to doing nothing. I just got didn't put it in my diary, and then at eight o'clock at night, I got a phone call going, "Are you here yet?" And I'm like, "No, I'm in my house." Oh no! Where we was like, it? Like, like far, like south, south London. So it's like an hour drive away. So I was like, "I'm just not coming." I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never missed a gig. Weirdly, have you, Matt? Uh, me no, no. We we we
1: we were once late for a gig, like by quite a quite a while, and um and like a Madonna late. Yeah, do you know, it actually got a bit pimp actually because we had to get like a police escort <laughs> um off the motorway, and they kind of put like like the police kind of escorted us off onto the hard shoulder, and we zoomed up the side. I felt so fucking gangster, it was wicked. But um um that's That was so cool.
2: Do they have nothing better to do? Exactly. I
1: was like, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. It's so cool. <laughs>
3: It's because they thought the busted or McBusted, or maybe Matt yep. Solo crew, uh, bust, the busted fans were going to rip the tone. They are, they are riotous.
1: They were in two thousand and four. Those, those, you know, they were the, They, they, were, they, were, ready. Okay, they cool. were ready.
3: Thanks for doing <laughs> yeah,
2: th- this. Yeah, thanks for doing this. We're gonna. How do you feel about kind of admitting these things? Then,
3: um, well, one with the and obviously I picked these. So, you know what I mean? I'm not going to do that Oh, I can't believe you've discovered this about me. I sent these in. One is particularly embarrassing given present company. And the other ones, I don't think any of them were particularly embarrassing. But now when I look at them as a collective written down, basically, apart from wanking, I've basically got all the... Hobbies of a teenage boy. <laughs> Unless, has anyone can I ask one thing with this podcast? Has anyone been brave and honest enough to put wanking on the list of what you get up to when no one's watching? Never. No. No never. no.
1: never. No, we've had no no wanking stories or porn stories, which I've been quite disappointed yeah.
3: in. I've been waiting for that.
2: I'm surprised we've not had a kink.
3: All your guests are sickos that can only masturbate when they know someone is watching. <laughs> 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 no no porn for me unless I'm on a busy bus, I'm afraid.
2: <laughs> Let's kick off. What is your first confession, please, Ian?
3: Um, I am a massive uh, pop-punk mega-fan... Uh, m- namely the boy band stroke pop punk royalty that is busted yes <laughs> obsessed yes massive other people make me feel like i am very open and proud about it but i feel like it's the sort of thing that when you as a man in your 30s people would want to shame you about it and it's dis- and it's a disgrace it's, it's,
1: it is a fucking disgrace um, I, I feel you I feel you do you know um, um, recently um, I have felt that maybe my oldest daughter who is 11 is not so proud of my accomplishments
3: <laughs> uh, she already and to I, the I was suddenly
1: aware of it I was like um, because um, like she was having a, a get together at, um, at the park right and I'm like you know I, by the way I know the other fucking parents right I'm cool as fuck in this fucking environment right <laughs> Uh, but so, so they were getting together with the, with the parents and stuff to meet before they went to school, and she kind of went to me. Um, you y- you don't have to come along if you don't want dad I was like, no what, way! What what, what what the fuck? What do you mean? You know? And I, she she looked devastated that I'm, that I'm obviously taking it the wrong way. But I was like, suddenly dawned to myself that, oh shit, maybe I'm not as fucking cool to my kids as I thought I was.
3: But I just like, I just, the pop, for me, pop punk is like, do you know when you go to a posh restaurant and you have food that everyone tells you is brilliant? Yeah. And it's all this, and it's really expensive. And the whole time you're eating it, you're like, I could absolutely go a burger and chips right now. Yeah. That's what I actually want. So that's what I feel like with so it So pop it, punk actually, is it, it's your it's burger and brilliant. chips? Yeah, but like a but brilliant, well-made, put together lovely burger and chips. And um yeah, but then the busted thing is like, I mean, I'm talking me. I could I've done a deep dive. I know, <laughs> I could tell you off the top of my head like what song Charlie sung, song uh, is addition to get in the band.
1: Fuck, really wow. really. Wow, right, right, you've done it. Run what was
3: what Runaway Train Yes my friend, friend. Fucking Runaway up. Train wow. wow that is That is serious Deep dive How
2: do you know yeah. that? Yeah
3: Charlie When he was a child Had a pet rabbit Called Biffy Yes he did Because of Biffy <laughs> Clyro.
2: What?
1: And Fucking that's up.
3: That's the And that's the reason I got into Biffy Clyro Because I was watching Do you remember those old Like Do you remember those old Like um, music channels that like, like MTV But there was like Hundreds of yeah. them It was like yeah. Smash hits something And you guys were doing Your top 10 songs Of all time and it was really funny because you and James are sort of kept it semi on brand for smash hits. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, Charlie was putting on, like, Biffy and Silverchair yeah. yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I was watching with my sister who was, like, watching the old, old Biffy music videos were weird and they were really heavy back then. Yeah. But then that's how I got, that's how I got into, like... Pop punk and rock through busted, because mm. then you guys had all your influences, and I got into them sort of. Do thing. You
1: know, a lot of people tell us that kind of stuff. I mean, Charlie had a different band T-shirt on in every photo we ever did. You know, so like you'd yeah. always have like. Um, I remember he first um, showed me My Chemical Romance, and I was just like, um, and, and I knew instantly. I was like, wow, this is going to be the best band to, to ever happen to music. You know, but um, but it's funny, isn't it? Like I, me- I remember with um, with pop punk music. Like I remember hearing Dookie by Green Day when I was about. Thirteen or something, and just going, "Oh my god, this is um, this is music that I could do." <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I was, like, I was yeah. like, suddenly it wasn't like you know you listen to Radiohead. I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm really not very talented. No, I'm never gonna be able to do
3: that. But I can make this. You know, I was like, yeah. me and my mates can. This ma- is achievable. This is achievable. It's that sort of white teenage suburban lifestyle in it that's that sort of vibe as well yeah my thing was I went to my school was a sort of like to use the very wide sweeping brush a sort of working class area school where everyone was into like dance and trance music and wore like leave skinny Levi jeans and Ben Sherman shirts and boots and then where I grew up was all private school posh kids and they all painted their nails black and listened to like heavy metal and hated their parents who, <laughs> bought, who bought them a car. And um, then, so I was like, well, I hate that and I hate this. And then all of a sudden someone showed me like The Offspring and I was like, whoa, it's like in the middle. It's, this is it. <laughs> it's fun.
2: It is, um, I mean, it is, it is, it's so... It's so American. So my girlfriend won't let me listen. Sam won't let me listen to it in the house. Really, pop punk. Like I've I've been shamed for it for years. Like even it when I used to drive in my car, my friends who were in my car when I was like seventeen or eighteen wouldn't let me listen to my own music because they were all into, you know, what they deemed much cooler stuff than pop punk. But Sam doesn't let me listen to it in the house because her problem with it is is they all sing in the same voice.
1: Do you know, the only the only band that my wife won't let me listen to is New Glory. Because, um,
3: mate, I was gonna just <laughs> make them, they're, they're my friends over you. It's and one of the, the best songs ever. Song so so I love that why, band, but why won't Emma let you listen because to
1: Because she can't stand his voice. She literally, she's like, it just goes right through me.
2: <laughs> so, you found Glory, what would be your all time favorite band then?
3: Genuinely, probably Busted. Yes,
2: really, yes, nice.
3: yeah. fucking yes, mate, amazing. Genuinely
2: we always make fun of me being a busted mega fan and being like really into Matt but actually like I'm nothing compared to you like you really take it to another level I'm I'm
3: pretty I'm pretty into it I've been to like I think I've been to every I think I've been to every tour I think I saw you briefly backstage at the last tour yeah Yeah, I met um, you briefly I am I embarrassed myself very like not that badly but just a weird basically when you arrived I was with Laura and Laura said don't be weird I was like, okay, I won't be weird. But I remember you had said something like, I just thought in my comedian mind, it was quite funny. You were like, oh, it's our 13th time playing Wembley, like a weird number. And I thought that's like a funny anniversary to celebrate. Uh, So then I saw Emma afterwards and she must've been working so she wasn't at the gig. So I said to her, thinking she'd been at the gig, I went, oh, can you believe it? 13th anniversary at Wembley. And she was like, how do you know that? <laughs> <Because she did. laughs> I mean, because Lauren said, "Don't be embarrassing." Instead of like contextualising it, I just went, "Oh, I've, <sighs> I've got to, I've got to get a drink," and I just walked away. So Emma must have been like, "How does he know such a specific number?" Of That's Wendlings? really weird because
1: I remember meeting you um, uh, briefly backstage, like, and and I thought you were a bit
3: offish because I was like, "Hey, man," you're like, "Hey, you know." And like, you just kind of walked off. Yeah, I think that was, I was trying to not come across as a psycho. Ironically, <laughs> I came across as a bit of a psycho. Oh,
2: no.
1: Um, how bizarre. So, so, um, so, did you, like, the, the typical pop-punk faux pas, right? So, I mean, I have lived through every single one of them when it comes to the fashion. Did you commit fully yeah. with the pop-punk fashion?
3: I had Tom DeLonge friends.: yes. Um, so did we all did, like, you, did you own Matt? yeah
2: yeah of course I did <laughs> I used to straighten my hair every day for school
3: yeah I had I have naturally very straight hair so yeah Tom Long fringe every time without fail. yes belts that would physically cut into my belly and <laughs> arse because it was studded and all the rest of it did you do the long socks and the dicky shorts I never went shorts. I would go baggy, baggy, baggy jeans. There's there's
1: one photo. See, neither did we, right? We never fully committed to that kind of... um the dicky shorts and the long socks but there is one photo of busted when we were in america we just got to like we were in like santa monica on the beach and we'd all been out and bought dickies shorts and like long kind of like tube socks and we're all wearing them and we look fucking ridiculous especially charlie because he's massive and his shorts weren't below the knee because they were like he <laughs> was too tall for them so they're uh, it's the worst fight ever but we've committed all those crimes. Charlie,
3: Charlie done the um, the absolute classic as well. He's done quite a lot, which was the uh, tie but no shirt, tie over a yeah, T-shirt. No, he love oh. that shit. What a vibe! What <laughs> a vibe!
2: I, I, see, I I very quickly sort of strayed straight into like the emo thing. So I kind of skipped a lot of the pop punk stuff and just was wearing girls' jeans. And, like, really small black coats and things. Right. And I, I, which looked even worse, I think.
1: Yeah. No, I liked that look. I think that was a bit more respectable than the... um I remember when I had an Atticus t-shirt, which was... um I thought I was well, I I thought I was the yeah. coolest fucking guy in the world. And I realised that nobody but me, James and Charlie, in our world, knew what the fuck that was. So I so, um, was only really cool to I me. Had all,
2: I had... I had Macbeth shoes, yes. I had everything, like all of like any. Yeah. basically. If Blink made it, I bought yeah. it. That was sort of my rule for a very long
3: yeah. time. Yeah, they definitely brought Atticus into the Yeah. Into and the famous the stars and straps belt buckle. Oh, oh no, that man, that, that, was, that was that was That's that was tra- That was a
1: look for a bit too long for me as well. I held on <laughs> to that too long.
3: <laughs> okay, so um favorite lyric. Go for it. Um, a band drive. I think they're a drive through records band. Something corporate. They are a drive through oh, records that. band. Fucking love that <laughs> fucking <laughs> band so much. So do oh. I, man. And um, also, re- the Something Corporate is such a funny. Like again, it's one of those titles you're like, oh, what a clever name. But then you actually think about it, it's really not. Is
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's like cute is what we aim for i always thought were like the cleverest and wittiest band of all time and then i listened to them recently and i was like oh they're just 17 year olds who think they're smart smart, that's all it it is
3: but then and then who and i thought they were so smart but um their song punk rock princess love it love it (laughs) what was um the chorus was you could be my punk rock princess i will be your garage band king you can tell me how you just don't fit in and how you're gonna be something Fuck. and i used to go home <laughs> on my lunch break to listen to that <laughs> and i was like yeah one day i'm going to find because obviously in my school there was not many if any people that were into sort of like baggy jeans and rock as i saw it pop punk uh, as it was right. so i always thought one day i'm going to meet my punk rock princess <laughs> Right, okay, so let's get to the bottom of it. Well, I mean, I think
1: we know where we're going with this, Matt, but what look, do you think about it? Look, I mean,
2: yeah, we, I mean, I, I, there's no way in hell I think this is anything but, like, the best, the best thing about Ian, actually. It's the thing I like about... I like him a lot, but it's the thing I like about him the most yes. is his music taste. So I think this is good, bad.
1: Um, I very rarely meet people that like this style of music, and even if they did once upon a time, now they look back at it on, with shame. Which pisses me yeah. right off. So um, I, I I think this is very good
2: bad. I love it. Um, I'm, you know what? I think it's not only is it good bad. We should all just go to Slam Dunk next year.
1: We played Slam Dunk not last year, the year before um, as a as a secret guest. And I don't think I've ever been so nervous in all of my life um, because you know, like everyone on the on the roster was fucking amazing. Like the the list of bands was incredible, and we were going on on a secret name like at like three in the afternoon onto like this tent stage. And, um, and it could have gone, you know, one of two ways, really. It could have been like yeah, fun yeah, or definitely. it could have gone really badly. And, um, and it went for, it was probably one of the best moments of my life. It was fucking amazing. Everyone went nuts. And, um, and, but people were like, there was like a fucking circle pit at a busted gig. I was like, to, <laughs> to what I'm going to school for? I was like, Really? for what I yes, got to school go for, to school for. for it. <laughs> it was a circle going. bit <laughs> I remember Charlie going open that shit up open that shit up I was like oh fuck <laughs> it you <laughs> don't fight it's now, out bruv you know fucking that's to thing about fucking Miss Mackenzie chill what's out the, what's, what's the drop <laughs> exactly. on what I got to school exactly. for like exactly clothing. What's the lyric? What's the lyric? What's the lyric that they all went? It was in after at? it was after the middle eight, so it was after the middle eight into the oh, last yeah, chorus, yeah. and it was just like, "You wanna go to school for? You wanna go to school? and they all went, Whoa! I was like,
2: fucking <laughs> it out! Oh, You're honey, gonna be you
1: embarrassed about so that good. tomorrow.
3: Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, it's brilliant. Um, oh, I wish I, I that I am gutted I wasn't at that game. It was amazing. It was a life <laughs> life affirming gig. okay Ian, can we please have your next confession uh continuing on this sort of like uh arrested development teenage boy vibe um I still collect football stickers um as in soccer football soccer right. football yeah.
2: That shows you how much you know about football, as in soccer football.
3: Um, I feel like we we really hit things off, Matt, on the pop-, <laughs> pop punk, and from now on in, we are going to go <clears> our <throat> separate ways. Yeah, <laughs> mate. Um, I mean, you're talking to the wrong guy. Like, um, I know
1: absolutely nothing about football. From a very early age, I realised nothing good would come from me and that ball. And um, so I stayed as far away from it as possible. Um, apart from my dad, who's a big West Ham fan, and um, I remember oh, when okay. I was a teenager, I'd have to like buy the the Sun on the way to see him and read the back couple of pages, so I'd have something to talk about.
2: <laughs> what do you do with these football stickers then? Do you just have them like collectible cards, or yeah,
3: you, you get a sticker, a al- you get like you get like a sticker album, yeah, and then you buy the stickers and then you stick them in your album. And any doubles, you sort of you can trade. And it became Brazil World Cup. It became a massive thing between like comedians. And we all ended this. up, like, Josh Widdicombe and myself and a few others were, like, sort of collecting them and trading them after gigs and stuff.
2: You know what? I, I remember that distinctly because it was, just an, it was just... I just felt really left out.
3: If you're not into it, it's quite an alienating thing. And I think the reason I'm still so into it is because when I was a kid, I loved doing it. But I remember once as a kid, I had this sort of crisis of confidence and I, like, worked out how many packets of stickers I'd bought... And I knew the packet sticker was 45p and I'd done the maths and then worked out I'd spent like £12 and then cried. So <laughs> I can't really But now, as an adult, you go in the shop and I don't know if you've seen like, uh, like, um, like news agents at the till there's always those like boxes of like packs of stickers. Yeah. And as a grown-ass man, I can now go, I'll have a box of those stickers. They've got how many? And you're like, no, no, I'll have the box. <laughs> Some poor kid waiting in the queue is <laughs> like, No! <laughs> no, yeah. So you can just uh, there's so it sort of takes out the skill of like swapping and all that when you can basically just throw money at the problem. <laughs> and um, it, is,
2: it is a good thrill that when you're an adult and there's something you were into as a kid and you can just go, I've got mo- I've got money, so I can just deal with it and do what I like. Once you've once you've collected these stickers and you put them in the album, like then what do you do with it?
3: The book just goes, I don't actually in the bin essentially. Once what? you've completed it you, you go through it a couple of times and you look at it and you know oh, that's nice and then that's, that's it really. What does an adult man do when he has doubles? Goes up to other adult men okay. and trades or if you get to now I'm now getting to the age where I can go up to my adult friend's sons. <laughs> 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 do they think you're cool? I think they think I'm cooler <laughs> than their dad. <laughs> Ian, do you want a pipe from the bar? I'm all right. Me and Rory are getting, we're negotiating a difficult trade here, actually. <laughs> no, Rory, it's free for a shiny. We've discussed this. <laughs> Take the <laughs> stuff out of your mouth. I can't understand you. <laughs> um... So, yeah, that is... That, that's what you... Yeah. In 2014, if you went to Soho Theatre, you would have seen me and several comedians just trading away. So have you, ever, have you ever made a trade and, and regretted your trade? Yes. When I was a child, I traded Hibernian Shiny, which is my team, right. for like 100 cards. And I never, ever got that Hibernian Shiny. I thought I'd eventually get it again. Never got it again. And at one point, the, the dinner lady at my primary school said that she knew a guy that could get me <laughs> <and
1: stick up. laughs> if you still still 50 pounds from your mum's purse I know a guy
2: if someone out there has that sticker um, Ian will buy it off you
3: yes <laughs> for a few quid let's not beg up I'm not actually that bothered I'm trying not to big up too much because they've, they've got me they've got me over a barrel here
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean is there um, anything Matt so- from your childhood that you like if you could get your fucking hands on now that like, you'd be like oh my god Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST
2: for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
1: Like, for instance, I once bought a Mongoose Menace BMX because I really wanted one when I was a kid and I never had one and I was like fuck one day I'm going to have a fucking Mongoose Menace wasn't even the best BMX when I was a kid but I really wanted one and I bought it Yeah, mongoose. and then was so cool. too embarrassed to do anything with it
2: so i i had this thing and actually weirdly i looked to see if they still made them the other day i'd be too big to use it now but i had this thing I had, a, I had a little like dump truck that i used to ride around on until i was about 11 called a big jeff and like i would have that again but in an adult size if i could have anything like i really well, That is just that but in an adult truck.
3: size is that not just you want to buy a dump yeah. truck
2: <laughs> no because that's not the fun of like it's not a gonna big fit in with your highgate of, like,
3: lifestyle matt
2: not really. I'm, what? I mean, you say this like you don't drive a fucking dump truck, said, basically. It's a pickup truck, it's different. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the funny thing is, I was listening to Bill, the comedian Bill Butler, David, a really good point. Like, he bought this, like, mad sports car, like, muscle car. And everyone's like, oh, are you having a midlife crisis? He's like, no, I'm not having a midlife crisis. I just wanted this car and I couldn't afford it when I was 22. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, yeah. I've not gone mad. I just i have always liked it and now I can afford it. That's all that's <laughs> happened to you. That's so true. That that's so fucking I, true. It, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, You've wanted it goes, for years yeah, and oh, then people make fun of you. Yeah, look at this, look at this banker driving his sports car. And you're like, well, yeah, because he couldn't afford one when he was like an intern. Yeah. Yeah, you know definitely. what? Whenever I
2: see a guy like, because normally when you see a really nice car, it's normally like a, a middle-aged to older guy driving it. Yes, and I always think, God, you think you look so fucking cool, but you're not—you're an old prick. Whereas actually, now I'm never going to think that again.
3: Yeah, you're just looking at a man in his childhood dream. Yeah, yeah.
2: I feel I feel guilty now. <laughs> do you
3: know that? Um, do you know
1: what Charlie's second car was? A what? brand new Ferrari. He was 18 years old, right? And, um, like, I couldn't even drive. Like, me and James didn't have a car. We just rode our fucking BMXs, right? Charlie. How much
2: money were you making in busted?
1: I mean, it was, you know, it was, he had to get, have a serious talking to from people at different times about spending money. But he was, um, so, so he passed <laughs> his test. He bought a Mini. He had that for about a couple of weeks, right? Then he traded in for a Porsche, but he bought a Boxster, which apparently his mate said was a poor man's Porsche. So therefore, he traded yeah, yeah. that
3: hairdresser's so car. So he traded yeah. the
1: Porsche Boxster in for a fucking brand new Ferrari at eighteen. And um, fucking and you think hell. when you see middle-aged it's men driving a Ferrari, you think of a, c- you think fucking Charlie Simpson from Busted at eighteen <laughs> driving a Ferrari. I looked at him and was like, mate.
3: Your second album shouldn't be called a present for everyone. It should have been called a Ferrari, a
0: Ferrari for Charlie. Exactly.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: I mean, I say, I say, like, you see an old guy thinking, oh, what a Bell End driving a but nothing would put my nose out of joint more than an 18 year old rock star. I know. Pulling up next I know. I like, so,
1: mate, fucking hell. People didn't get that a would, fucking. That would really upset and me. Uh, and I remember it got keyed, like, someone keyed the side of it. I was like, what the fuck did you expect? You know, like yeah. someone, you know anyone, That's anyone in so life that funny. saw you would resent you for that, Charlie Simpson. But um, yeah,
2: I mean, but also like if you, because I mean, if you were one of the people that like hated Busted anyone yeah. and you were like because you didn't think they were cool, and then you're out shopping and Charlie Simpson pulls up in a Ferrari, you would
3: that would ruin your
0: day. It, w- to w- it
3: really car, would. It really would. And he get and he gets out and he's got a Sonic Youth t shirt on with a, suit ja- <laughs> with a suit jacket and a tie. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, like, I am keying oh, that guy's card.
1: I'm fucking, car. up, fucking him up, not... <laughs> ruining his day. <laughs> right, so... so
2: I don't get the football sticker thing, but, like, you know, I used to collect... I had a lot of Pokemon cards. I was into Dragon Ball Z and all that kind of stuff. So I understand this kind of need to collect stuff. Do you collect yeah. anything else that isn't football stickers? I have stickers? got
3: all 150 original Pokemon cards. Shiny, Blastoise, Charizard and Venusaur.
2: When did, when did you
3: get those? When I was a child. Oh, so you cut, actually, And you've kept them? I've kept them in like packaging in a ring binder <laughs> under my bed at my parents' house. Wow. I've always clicked this up, but I think for me, the football sticker thing was it was a, as, particularly as a man, it's very hard to find a reason to communicate and stay in touch with other men. And I think I found that through football stickers. And also, because you've got money, you can drop 40 quid on a ridiculous amount of cards and not feel sort of. Existential crisis that you would if you were a child, and that was all your pocket money. So I think that was it. it so then, nice... A-
2: there's a communal element to it
3: a community about it also there's sort of like a, the rewarding the 11 year old boy inside me going well done mate we've done alright here's all the football stickers you would ever, <laughs> <could> ever want
2: <laughs> I mean this is I think I, I think this is good bad I, I think it's the kind of thing that because there's a communal element and you know there's a friendship uh, rekindling part of it it's really nice so I think this is good bad what about you man um, I,
1: I want something to collect I feel like I missed that from my whole life like I don't really know what I give a shit about enough to kind of start collecting it or really get into Um, but um, I do miss this I feel like I've missed something in my life where it's the collectible thing so um, I think this is good bad
2: Ian can we have your next confession please
3: Uh, I love watching people play video games so not playing video games watching people Play video games,
2: right? W-
3: why? <laughs> um, I don't know. I've it's sort of got to the stage where I what like I don't really have any like me and Laura watch Netflix together of an evening, but m- all my other spare time I don't really listen to podcasts now or watch like read books or anything. I just watch grown men play video games, and I don't. Re- I like the. C- I think it's sort of like, it's like a podcast. It's like relaxing background music. Also, when you're quite busy and you can't play games, it gives you that sort of, your hit. You know what I mean? It's like the methadone you, of computer games. If, if
1: you have the time to watch someone playing,
3: why don't you just play? Sometimes games, you can't just dip in. Like, oh, you can't really? just dip in for like 20 minutes and then like by the time you've turned it on and set it all up, you could, there's no point playing for like, minutes you might get like one game in whereas in 15-20 minutes you can watch you can just turn it on your phone and just watch someone on twitch the streaming platform twitch you can just watch someone so there's a lot less investment and effort required also i like the people some of the people i'm like quite friendly with i like james buckley who was jay from the in-betweeners he does a monday to friday i like watching him monday to friday Monday, it's like a job, Monday to Friday, nine till five. What, He'll he does, just, he does, he does oh. all day
2: playing games? Yeah. What, 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 and, he has, what,
1: what, and he makes money what from it. What the fuck? Like, so he he spends his whole day playing games and people watching him.
3: Yeah, all day, yeah. Like, it, it's really... But he's really, really brilliant at it and he's really disciplined about it. So, yeah, it's like but a job for Does that not him.
2: take all the fun out of it?
3: I think, obviously, like, like as you know, especially doing comedy and music, it's anything can become a job. Mm. Yeah, but I think it's also the fr- a lot of people do it because of the freedom of it. Simply doing a podcast, you don't need to worry about commissioners or management or anyone what telling you what you can and can't say or do. It. You just do what the hell you like. He plays a game called Sea of Thieves where you run a pirate ship with your other people, and you all go on missions to collect loot, and you've got to like cook food and bail water out the ship when it starts to sink, and you fight other pirates on the sea and stuff. And everyone has a little chat like this with headphones on. You're all going, let's go starboard to Coconut Island and collect the chests. <laughs> Fuck you! what? So, I mean, it sounds fun.
2: What games do you like watching people play then? Is there a certain so, kind?
3: For example, there's games I like playing like watching. I quite like watching people play Minecraft. Have you have heard of that? I, Very I kiddie game. Yeah. I, I, I've tried Minecraft and it's so boring and difficult. But then people that play it that are good they can, like, build these mad things and they create characters in the game and you get really into it and I love it.
2: But uh, you don't like, play it yourself?
3: No, I've tried. I was really bad. It was just really hard. Sea of Thieves. I love watching people play Sea of Thieves because, like, it's, they're all in a pirate ship. And then also, James Buckley's when he plays, he plays people that really know the game. So they're like, yeah, we need to go over to this cove and deal drink grog and make a deal with this person to get our HP up and we can then once once we've levelled the ship up we can go over and do this battle against these like um, skeleton pirates and get new muskets so, so <laughs> you, really are, are you only watch people if they're good right it's not like X Factor where you get an enjoyment from no. watching shit people too not many people that that stream the game are the best at the game there are some people like people that play fortnite and stuff who are just unbelievably good at the game and you watch them and like in the world of fifa this is a whole new, another thing um fifa is my game that's what i right. play and i'm all right is that what at you,
2: it. when you stream is that what you do
3: That's what I stream when it's in cycle. So the new one comes out next month. So it's a bit dead at the minute until the new one comes out. But there's like every football team you can think of like have got an e-sports team. So West Ham have got a team of people. Come on you are. Yeah, so there's, there's 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 a 20 year old kid right now in a West Ham shirt playing FIFA and West Ham pay him to do it. Fuck. Really? That, yeah. Right, listen to this is this a blow your mind. There's a man called Ninja, right. who's like the biggest streamer in the world. He plays Fortnite. Um, he plays Fortnite on a on a streaming service called Twitch. Now Microsoft tried to set up their own rival company called Mixer. So they paid Ninja three hundred million pounds, three hundred million to transfer from Twitch over to Mixer. So he's still in the same office on the same equipment, but he's essentially logged out of Twitter and logged into Instagram, and they paid him three hundred million, and then Mixer folded, and he kept the money and went back to Twitter.
1: No fucking hell, what a baller! That's amazing. Oh my god, three hundred
3: million. Three hundred million he got paid, and Shroud, (laughs) another one, got paid. I don't know the exact amount. He got paid like a hundred million. Fuck, man, that's fucking amazing. See, and people have like thousands of subscribers and everyone pays money to watch their favorite streamers cuz it's like a Patreon or like a yeah, you know Only a Kofi. like people are all oh, it's like an OnlyFans for it is, gaming. It's, it's like an OnlyFans. What so I'm just going to, what is OnlyFans? Just google it. Yeah. It's like an <laughs> OnlyFans. <laughs> it's like an OnlyFans but instead of um getting your um bits out you get your eight bit. And Wee, that, that joke sort that of, kind works. of works. That is, that's a good. lovely idea. It sort of in, works. Um, doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't really work. It's sort of like a pop punk <laughs> title. <It's, laughs> yeah. it works, but if you really think, if you really think, if about it was a pop it, punk it's a title. girl, a song. Exactly, title. and you yeah. think
1: that was really clever. Yeah, I liked it. why not. Um, yeah.
2: Uh, so I, I kind of get this because I, obvi- I mean, obviously, I really like flight simulator for the game Mate,
3: that's the biggest thing on Twitch right now really it's
2: huge well they've just released a new one and it's pretty phenomenal like it's amazing like because it's it's the entire world you can fly anywhere in the world and they've used bing maps or whatever so you could fly over your house and it's your house in the game it's your actual house do you know what let
3: me do you know what let me done um, the comedian Lemmy who's very funny he's now he's also now full-time twitch streamer he's brilliant on Flight Simulator, you'll love this, Matt. Do you know the opening scene of The Shining where they're flying over that thing? Yeah, yeah. He flew to there and Did done he? the journey that they'd done in the opening scene on The on The Shining, which I thought was such a f- clever and funny thing to Fucking do. Fucking great. Yeah. I was once on a train with the comedian Steve Bougera, London to Manchester. He got out Train Simulator and done the same journey. <laughs> On Train Simulator while we were on the train. <laughs> oh, man. You know what, though? I really like...
2: Um, I like Truck Simulator. I've played that before quite a bit. And it's w- fucking boring. It's so boring. Like, you literally drive a truck from, like, Edinburgh to Edinburgh to London on the motorways. Like, you can work out the traffic and the weather and all this stuff. <laughs> and you get but, caught
3: by speed cameras and that, so you can't even run around like Grand Theft Auto no, and no, having no. a good time.
2: You, you drive legally on the roads and pull over for your stops that you need that to do. That sounds
3: absolutely boring. terrible.
2: But you know what? It's this weird sort of like it's almost mindfulness
3: because it's so boring. It's very ASMR, like the sounds of the truck and the yeah. click. No, the click of a um, indicator, <laughs> and like the guy yawns good... every now and again.
2: <laughs>
3: and it is lovely ASMR. Fuck you, you a lovely guys. Quality to it. How
2: long has this been a thing? Like Twitch and sh- watching people play games like this and paying people to you know watch them play games I
3: don't know how I got in I used to watch you like I found it through YouTube like I'd watch guys playing computer games on YouTube and they all said they had Twitch but then that same as you guys when I first heard about Twitch I thought this is sounds awful and I tried to watch but nothing happens but then nothing happens for like 20-30 minutes but then something funny happens and I guess it's the same as like a live gig the great thing I mean about that's not a good
2: hit rate though at any live gig. But
3: then imagine <laughs> but imagine the euphoria if you're there live when something good happens. It's so exciting.
1: <laughs> so it's you it's, were it's, there,
3: it's, man. It's like it's like going it's like turning up to a
1: random covers band's gig and then playing your favorite song all of a sudden. Yeah. Right. yeah okay. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's,
3: it's, or when you're on a night out and they play your favorite in the bar. song. Yeah, yeah. Well actually it's more like going to a random bar and there's no music for like fifty minutes, <laughs> but then your favourite band show up and play one song and then leave again and then you're just there going, Well we better wait, because that could happen again at any minute. Well I mean that is <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's
1: selling it. That's selling it quite a lot. So so can you listen to people talking whilst they're
3: playing? So basically there's a picture of the the main pitch your main screen is okay. the game, and in the bottom left hand corner is a little webcam of the person playing. Okay. And you can hear their voice. And then you you can hear their voice, see their face, okay. interact with them. And there's a chat bar that you can chat to them. So it's a good... Is there? Wow.
2: Yeah, see, I mean, it, it kind of appeals, but I don't know if I'd pay for it. So do you pay? Do you, do you subscribe to any... I subscribe
3: to several people. See, that for me is the deal breaker. I don't think I could... You don't have to subscribe. Also, if you have a Twitch Prime account... If you have an Amazon Prime, you can connect it to your Twitch account and you get a free subscription a month that you can give Do to any, any any person. I could walk around a pub probably getting everyone's... Because who's not got Amazon Prime these days? Yeah. Just connecting up everyone's Amazon Prime to Twitch and just getting Subs- free subscriptions just off getting them. You, just getting them to subscribe to you. I mean, bloody hell! There would be a lot of people like Ian Sterling's falling on hard times. <laughs> Go on about loading God. Twitch onto everyone's phone. One
2: summer off, and he's begging for he's begging for <laughs> subscriptions. It
3: doesn't cost you anything, but I get the money. <laughs> Support your local streamer. Yeah, it's that- better. In, the money's better in yeah. my pocket than Jeff Bezos says. Come <laughs> on, please. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, I, I kind of get it. I, this is the sort of thing I think. I do a bit of, but not as hardcore as you. So I think this is good, bad. What about you, Matt?
1: Like I like when people are really into shit. Do you know what I mean I find it fascinating? Yeah. I just don't We all need I, a hobby yeah, don't I just we? Um, I just don't have that in my life, no.
3: I love that is the one thing it's funny you say that because I love people that are passionate about mm. something. I was doing the one show the other day and there was a guy on, young lad, who's well into bees and it was a four minute video about bees and I thought, oh here we go. I'm gonna have to talk about bees and this video, because the guy was so into them, I was like, I fucking love these. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I get movies. it. I get it. I get just, it. Just it was cont- he-
2: his, his enthusiasm was contagious.
3: Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. Mate.
2: I mean, it hasn't really worked. It hasn't really rubbed off with me, Matt, and planes, if I'm honest.
1: No, no, I don't get the plane thing. So how do we feel about this, Matt? Um, if I'm honest...
2: Look, I, I watch the videos, so I think this is good-bad because I do do it sometimes, just not to the extent that Ian does.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I like a guy who's got a passion about something. I like someone being into something, so I don't have any problem with it. I don't see how it's in any way bad. You know, if it was watching people, you know, watching videos of people just killing people and stuff, that would be pretty fucking mental. But you seem to be watching other people enjoying something that you also enjoy.
3: Yeah, and there's a little com- and the c- people watching are a little community, so you make little friends in the community. I've now got friends I play computer games with that I've met through watching other people play games and stuff like that. It's nice, it's nice. So you think it's good as well? I think right? this is good
1: bad. I think this is really good bad. So that was Ian Sterling there. You're a mega fan. I know, right? I know. Do you know, I did, I did kind of have an inkling because I remember his girlfriend asking me if I could get them tickets for... um for a show. So I kind of, I, I had an inkling he was a busted fan, but like strikes me as a, a Charlie fan. fan strikes me as a Charlie fan. I think I was third yeah, you know in his, uh, his pecking order.
2: I, I would absolutely disagree with that. Also, um, I've always felt like a bit, you know, a bit of a fanboy with you sometimes. And I feel so much better about myself now. Like I'm a real fair weather Freddie. I mean, he knew a
1: lot of like smash hits style stuff. Like he knew that Charlie had a rabbit called Biffy. I mean, that's a very kind of like smash hits interview knowledge. You know
2: what? I would say that's a bit sinister, really.
1: Well, I did, at times, I do feel a bit unsafe. Did um, did you? uh, A little bit. You know, he is, um, you know, with certain people,
2: Matt. Yeah. um, When he'll be sat in your bushes outside Mm. your house going, oh, there's trouble in paradise. (laughs) (laughs) And sneaking up to the window. Tonight, the housemates, they're sleeping next to each other, but there's been an argument.
1: Exactly. Never invite them to your house. It's funny. Have you been to my house, Matt?
2: Uh, oh, oh, no, no. I've driven past it a few times, getting up the courage to knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he'll just invite you in for a cup of tea. There'll be a cup of tea and it'll have like goat's milk in it and you'll have to go up a climbing wall to get it, knowing Matt, but... Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. yeah, no, I've never been. That's
1: a fair point. So, has anyone got in touch with you this week, Matt, yep. with a confession? I've got
2: confessions. Have you got confessions? Okay,
1: great. I have a confession, yes. I'm very stoked with it.
2: Okay, so um, my first one is um, inspired by Jamie Lang. Uh, they felt they could come forward because of Jamie's confessions. Okay um and it's this as a child i used to suck my thumb and i used to simultaneously hold a sock and rub it on my face or play with it with my fingers when i got braces i could no longer suck my thumb but the sock remained it has been lovingly termed by my family as my sucky sock (laughs) even though it doesn't go in my mouth i still have a sucky sock at, at night to this day i can't fall asleep without it there are several i've acquired over the years all with their own special qualities, such as texture. I only bring it out in front of a partner once I know it's serious. Thank you, Jamie, for making me feel normal. Please keep me anonymous, fucking obviously. Yeah, you're
1: gonna stay anonymous, love. Bloody hell, man. People are winning, on not
2: the problem the problem I have with this one is having a sock that you have to go to sleep with is only one step away from you waking up next to this girl in the morning and the sock comes up and goes, hello,
1: nice <laughs> to see
2: you, on her hand. But that's, that's not a big leap, it's really, is it? It's not a big it? leap,
1: no. It is a bit no. worrying, isn't it?
2: So, I mean... She said thank you for Jamie for making her feel normal. But, like, I think she's won too far. I think this is bad, bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's something a bit weird about it. But, like, so so she just feels the sock? So nothing else happens with it?
2: Cuddles the sock like some sort of Oliver Twist cuddly toy. Yes. I don't think she sucks her thumb anymore, however, because obviously she's had braces and that undoes a lot of good work.
1: Right, right, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's weird. It's bad, bad to me. It's like people that still have teddies. I find really weird. Oh, no. Oh, no, Matt. Oh, no. So I have,
2: uh, this is, shit. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I have, right, bear with me. I have a small Highland cow, uh, a little cuddly Highland cow. Just in your bedroom, uh, on the shelf or something. Called Little Moo, and um, I have to travel with it, otherwise something bad will happen. Oh, my God, Matt. Like if 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 I don't take it with me, I'm gonna die on the plane. Like I like in the suitcase, like it has to travel with me. Otherwise, it like it causes me anxiety.
1: I mean, well, you know, I kind of get that though because I have a little thing when I get on a flight. I touch the outside of the plane, you know. And if I didn't yeah. do that, I've done mate, it every me time too, now. Me if too. I didn't do that, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, just like yeah, find a, find rivet, a rivet, rivet. You love it.
2: Find <laughs> a rivet and just like. <laughs> <on it. laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. So
1: I kind of get these I kind of get these little quirks, you know, but um, but when when they're in the bed, I find that a bit strange. Please tell me the Highland cow doesn't come to bed.
2: Look, I can. I'm not sure if it's there's no way of knowing if it's ever been in the bed or not (laughs) or if it's in the bed semi regularly. Like it's just it's not something I can. I'm in control of in any way. Like she's got a mind of her own. She's going to do her own thing. You know, when you're in Leicester and it's cold, maybe you need a cuddle with a little bit. Yeah, Who knows?
1: I see, I see, I see. You fucking weirdo. Right.
2: So, um, so, yeah, I think the sock's too far, but I kind of get it. Yeah, <laughs> It's bad, bad.
1: I think it's bad, bad for the sock. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think it's bad, bad. Right, I have one. Okay. My confession is, not mine, this is the reader's confession. Some, Sometime around puberty, my mum mentioned that girls don't really like it when guys have nostril hair peeking out. After getting over okay. the pain of pulling them out, I really started to enjoy it. I'm now at the point where I carry around tweezers everywhere I go and obsessively feel around for any hair which might have started growing again. And if this happens and I don't have tweezers to take care of it, I won't be able to focus until I get home. So literally every every hair... Take
2: tweezers out with they them. They take
1: tweezers everywhere they go and they're constantly plucking their nose hair. I'm not, I'm not oh, sure how hard. healthy that is, right? You're supposed to have them to stop like it's like yeah. a camel's eyelashes, isn't it? It's like it's supposed to stop like <laughs> dust and stuff getting in your nose.
2: Sometimes. Oh, I fuck, I love doing this with you because that sometimes you say something, like not every week, but once every so often you say something and I go, how does his mind work that that's the jump? How is the jump camel's eyelashes? I mean, I, I get it
1: because there's a certain part of, of, of grooming that you have to keep up, right? So if you've got stuff poking yeah. out, that's pretty gross. And you gross. don't want low. Yeah, like I once did that, um, like for a laugh, like I was in a theatre show and me and some of the guys on the show bought this like waxing nose thing oh have you seen God, them they're like no. little so you stick your yeah. glue on you stick it up your nose and you wait for like a minute and then go Gunk! and it all comes out and it's outrageous what comes out of this thing and it's it's one of the worst pains i've ever had in my life it's horrible but um but that oh was because God. of a of a laugh and a dare and my nose felt sore and kind of exposed and raw yeah i
2: mean the way i approach um Plucking my nose hairs is like it's some sort of Fear Factor esque trial I have to do, like to really g myself up and then just. Uh, uh, da, yeah. uh, <laughs> like it's not. It's like it's it's a real mental uh, agility. You test do you not for have me. a trimmer? So. I do, but like I I mean. <sighs> sometimes it's just the one isn't it like if it's an odd one i've got one that comes and sort of curls out the outside of my nose it looks like i've got a nose piercing i think it's my brain from (laughs) when i wanted to be an emo kind of going oh yeah yeah, you still have that little nose ring
1: yeah um no i trim them regularly once a week i think
2: fair Mm. enough um i think it's a weird i think this is bad bad as well
1: well the fact that he goes everywhere with tweezers is a bit weird
2: yeah, I mean, imagine you're on a date and he's people. He's looking for something in his pocket and he goes, right, phone, wallet, tweezers, obviously. If you walked into yes. a
1: public toilet, right, say you're in a restaurant or a pub and you walked in, there was someone plucking their nose hair in the mirror, that would be pretty weird.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've got a big problem with people who brush their teeth in an airport toilet, so that would be one too far right, from I've me. done that loads. Have yeah. you really? There's always just one guy in there, sometimes topless, for <laughs> yeah, no yeah, reason, yeah. just brushing his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got your top off for, mate? Well, he's just splashed some water on his Sc- armpit, hasn't
1: he? You know, freshened up.
2: Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Having, a, having a little having a little uh, wash like that, is very, it always really unsettles me. Wait till you're home. Um, but, yeah, so I think this is bad, bad.
1: I think this is bad, bad too.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, th- that's our confessions. Thank you very much for listening. If you've listened to any of the series, uh, we really appreciate it. We are going to come back with series two.
1: We're actually in the middle of recording season two. Are we allowed to say that? We've recorded a few people already. Is that, is that taking away the mystery that we don't normally do this every week?
2: Mate, I mean, I'm just happy to take away um, the bane of my career and say I'm very excited to be doing Series 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I've ever been able to do a, that. And it's, you know what? It's a thrill. it really? It's, um, I could tell. It excites you. Yeah, it's really, I could get used to this.
1: <laughs> I'm well excited about Season 2. I love doing this, Matt. Love it.
2: Yeah, it's great. And thank you very much for listening. Um, There's loads of big things coming. um, Some more exciting stuff. How we're going to change things a little bit and some great guests as well. Yeah, it's
1: going to be a good one.
2: Please keep sending in your confessions as well, even while we're not on air. If you're listening to this and it isn't September, um, you know, if it's any of the months after that, um, you uh, please send them in to us still because we'd love to hear from you. And keep reviewing us. Tell your friends all that nonsense. Can we end the season on all of that nonsense? Yeah, all right. Just say something cool. Rock
1: on, rockers!